Good afternoon to you, uh, Stock Showdown audience. This is another episode of Waking Up with Wandy. I, your host, yours truly, Wandy, have a very special guest here with us here this afternoon. We have Dr. Doctor, excuse me, Ingrid Murrah. Uh, Dr. Murrah, uh, through the grapevine of, of connections, and this is why I love doing these podcasts, is through the connection I made with a guest, Shaheen, Probably back in uh, oh, I remember this. I remember vividly. I was quarantining in December uh, from COVID, and Shaheen and I, with my three children, three of my four children here in the basement with me, Shaheen and I rolled to the podcast. So uh, it's because of the relationships that I've been able to foster with doing these podcasts and interviewing entrepreneurs of all walks of life that we have a, a blessed guest here with us this afternoon, and that is. Dr. Ingrid Murrah. So a little bit of a background on Dr. Murrah. Uh, she was a practicing orthodontist and she can go into if she's still doing the practice or not. But now we have a, a pivoted unorthodontist into the field of entrepreneurship where she has leveraged her skill set in orthodontist, orthodontist. <laughs> I'll let her get to that. Forgive my ignorance. The field of orthodontists. <laughs> into the field of entrepreneurship. So, uh, and she has many, many accolades to share. Uh, so without further ado, everyone, Dr. Ingrid Murrah, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Very excited to have you as well. So, you know, <laughs> I, I, I have to bring this up because, and uh, only because I was just watching the movie the other day, uh, <laughs> I was watching the movie The Hangover the other day, and yeah. you know, Stu, the one character, always gets slack for he's not a real doctor, he's just a dentist. So <laughs> I, I have to bring that up and make light of it because you guys, you know, as dentists put in you know, probably the same amount of work. I'm not 100% sure. I've never gone to med school. I've never gone to dentist school or dentistry. So um, deservingly so of the title of doctor, and it shouldn't be downplayed. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just saying that because I watched the movie the other day and I, I'd like to bring light to the situation. Yeah, no, it's, it's funny. It's such a, for some people, it's just sensitive topic. We're <laughs> <laughs> particularly sensitive, but yes, we are DDSs, Doctors of Dental Surgery. <laughs> and deserving of the title. So um, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so how did it, how did it come to be? So obviously you had a, you had a dream in mind um, many years ago of, of going to school to be a, in the dental field, specifically orthodontists. Um, how did that, how did that all come to be? So where, where did that, um, come to Jesus moment of being a dentist? How did that all stem? Um, yeah, so it actually started when I was, um, eight <laughs> and I was pretty insecure about my smile. All my teeth started to come in. They looked super crazy. Um, and I literally, before Google existed, asked Jeeves, if you remember that, uh, <laughs> what mouth, how to, I think I actually asked, like, how to make your mouth smaller. <laughs> um, because I just saw that I just had all these teeth. And to me, they just looked really big. Turns out I just wanted orthodontic treatment. You know, um, I went through four years of braces and I emerged with this smile that gave me a ton of confidence. And it really changed my life. You know, I think I was in the seventh or the eighth grade when I got my braces off and I was smiling. I was making relationships with my teachers. I was making more friends at school. I was trying out for sports and I realized like 
confidence is everything. And if I can do this for, you know, the world that that'll, that'll give me purpose. So fast forward 20 years, um, went through, you know, all the AP classes in high school, went through pre-med in college, four years of dental school, three years of orthodontic residency, um, literally 20 year journey, uh, 11 years of higher education. And I became an orthodontist. Now, three years, right when I started residency, um, I went to, I went to NYU for dental school. Um, and then I went to Harvard for my, for my orthodontic residency. And when I started in 2015, um, mail order liner company started. So this was the first foray into basically, uh, the consumerization of a healthcare product, orthodontics, where I was sitting there learning how orthodontics worked. And, you know, when, it, when we first launched or when I first got into residency, I was like, oh man, like, is this the industrial revolution? Am I, am I about to be replaced by tech companies? Long story short, I found out after six months that I was like learning how to actually move teeth. I was like, oh, wow, these companies are not necessarily promoting the most truthful product. That's what really sparked my like fascination and like passion for what I'm doing now, because now one in two people are Googling how to straighten their teeth. Wow. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of options out there. People are like, should I just price shop Invisalign because it's really expensive? Is it a commodity? Should I straighten my teeth in the mail? Should I sell my car and go to an orthodontist? You know, there's so many options. And these people, they all inherently want confidence. Um, and so that's what I'm looking to bring to the world is give people what they're looking for um, through two friends. All right. So the name of the business, uh, as you just uh, name dropped there, was Two Front. Uh, I, I love the name. I love the name because obviously the song, my, you know, every day I want because with my two front teeth, and those are always the ones that are screwed up. And you know, all you know, I like to I like to be transparent and honest. I I've had issues, or I have an issue, not with the two, you know, not with um, the two front ones, but there's some back ones. I could probably uh, use less crowding, but I digress, and I find it fascinating uh, the name the name of the the, the company Two Front. So that's that's very clever. Um, what were you thinking when you came up with that name? Yeah, you know, <laughs> we we've been in business now for a little over two years, um, and initially it was exactly that. It was my two front teeth. <laughs> it was just, you know, a cute name for a dental company when people generally hate anything involving their teeth or the dentist. And we are super mission driven on creating an incredible patient experience. So we wanted to reflect that in our name. Now uh, we can talk about this a little bit. Our business has pivoted to be less D to C more B to B. And so now it's more about, um, your two approaching your teeth with your two fronts, meaning your dentist and your orthodontist, providing collaborative care together. Interesting. Now, how um, how is it? How is it? Uh, how has it been with this pivot over the last uh, since you pivoted here? Yeah. Um, so um, when we first launched, all I knew was that there was a problem. Um, I knew nothing about how to start a business. I saw there was a massive supply and demand issue. There was all these people who were looking to straighten their teeth and orthodontists are graduating with half a million to a million dollars in student debt. And because of these mail order liner companies and because of the companies that are promoting just their clear aligners, um, people don't know why you need an orthodontist anymore. And so it's harder than ever before for an orthodontist to actually attract patients. 
because there's so many people who see it as a commodity. And so I realized orthodontists aren't starting practices anymore because they're, a lot of them are failing um, and patients don't know who to go to. So initially we were going to launch a brick and mortar clinics. Our very first investor was Tom Lee, the founder of One Medical. We were going to start something very similar. We were going to start brick and mortar, beautiful clinics, you know, uh, empower orthodontists to build out this beautiful tech-enabled experience, 90% virtual visits, um, and really come about it from a hospitality approach. We realized very quickly that to serve the whole market, we can't just build out these <laughs> crazy expensive clinics. Um, marketing costs were super expensive. And that's when we transitioned to a platform model where now basically what we do is we give orthodontists the tools to build their brand and run their practice from local dental offices so that one orthodontist can go into 20 dental offices near them to see patients we prep them. So we say our three services are conversion, management, and patient compliance. And so we basically help them get their patients. We um, advertise to them at these dental offices. We manage their cases. So we service their entire back office. And then we help their patients stay on track. Because when you're wearing aligners, it's very difficult. I don't know if you've ever worn them as a patient to stay motivated to wear something on your teeth 22 hours a day. So we, we help them throughout that whole journey so that orthodontists don't have to start brick and mortar practices anymore. So these, let me get this straight. So, but again, let's just pretend I, I, I do, you know, the, the dental school and I want to be an orthodontist and I'm saddled with all this, this debt that you speak of, which side note, huge concern here. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, I want to emphasize that to my students with, you know, you don't have to go to school for certain careers. I mean, obviously, if you want to be an orthodontist, that's kind of a big one um, where they're not just going to let anybody without the background be an orthodontist, a physician, a lawyer. So there are, and I've, I've, I'm saying this now because I've had podcasts and I've had guests on that, you know, have their entrepreneur journey where they didn't need to do the schooling. So you, on the other hand, put in all the time, effort, resources, money to pursue something and then pivot it into what you have now in, in your entrepreneurial journey, which I think is fantastic. Um, so again, let's go back and say that I'm this orthodontist, spent all this money, and I don't necessarily have to open up my own practice. I could be a practicing orthodontist, but you're saying that I can partner with local dentistries and just come in, offer my services, and that's where you kind of bridge that gap and help the dentist and the orthodontist combine as one? Is that how it all works? That's exactly right. And, and, you know, talking about like the traditional versus like the new, you know, there's this, there's, there's this old school, you know, all orthodontists, I'm in my thirties, all orthodontists, all orthodontists now, like my age, we decided to pursue this journey at least 11 years ago, 11 years ago, there was oh one God. way to start a business. And that was, you know, you get your degree you take out a loan, you start a brick and mortar practice, you attract patients, you hang a shingle on your door, you start a Yelp account, you start a Google, a Google, um, you know, location account, whatever. It does not have to be that way anymore. And especially for orthodontists um, who are so in debt and people don't know why they need their services, but everyone wants their services. Everyone wants beautiful teeth through clear liners. Dentists have the brick and mortar space. You know, they have the patients. So we're basically serving as this connection point 
where we're able to serve patients with the highest quality experience. Um, and the most similar business model that we equate it to is cloud kitchens or virtual kitchens. Do you know about that business model? Uh, I mean, virtual kitchens is as far as like, if I'm interested in redoing my kitchen and I have no idea where to start, I just take pictures of it and it gives me all these beautiful images of how your kitchen could look. Is that what you mean? Or is it something completely different? <laughs> that sounds like a great business. This business in particular um, is where there are all these virtual restaurants that are essentially leveraging unused space from restaurants. Okay. Um, and you're basically, you know, the idea is, is that when you have a fixed asset, when you are paying rent, when you're paying staff, you can leverage the space to make more money. So Travis Kavernick, the, you know, the uh, um, old CEO of Uber, he's one of the people who started the, this cloud kitchen model. There's other virtual kitchen models. Uh, an example is OrderMark, where basically they allow small businesses, small restaurants that to essentially make more money by offering more services. That's exactly what we're doing for dentistry. You know, we're saying you have the space, you have the patience, leverage the space to offer better services to your patients and increase your bottom line. You know, dentists are so used to like, you drill, you make money, you fill, you make money, you do a root canal, you make money. Guess what? Now you don't have to do it that way. You can actually make passive income just because you have the space. And for orthodontists, it's the exact same thing. You don't have to take out another $500,000 loan. We're gonna give you this platform to go into 20 different practices, make private practice money and do exactly what it is that you're trying to do, which is deliver a high quality patient care develop incredible relationships with your patients um, and make money and be independent. So that's kind of what we're transitioning this old school field into. This is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant initiative. Now, what's the competition like? Because this seems like, you know, when you, when you spell it all out and it, it makes so much sense for the orthodontist to not incur more debt to open up their own practice and, and, and wait for the customers to come to them. And at the same time, these dentists now have a, another source of uh, residual income coming in with the partnerships of the orthodontist. When you spell it out like that, it just it seems like a, a, a perfect marriage. I mean, it, what's the competition like for you guys? Yeah. <laughs> so I'll tell you, we're super new. We just raised three and a half million dollars. Um, we are in 10 offices in Los Angeles. We're basically figuring out our operations to make sure that we're creating the sound patient experience, um, making it super seamless for a 10 person team, half engineers, clinical team, you know, and a couple of us in operations. And we're really looking to nail it before we expand nationwide, hoping to do this in the next couple of months. Um, but in terms of competition, you know, the biggest thing I would say is it's, it's dentists who are doing their own Invisalign. Um, we're saying we go into dentists and we say, you know what, it's, you can definitely use Invisalign on your very simple cases, but what if you didn't have to do that? What if you could treat all of your patients, you didn't have to refer anything out, any, any case out, and you could offer this better expert led care, um, and increase your bottom line. And so that's really the shift in mindset that we're looking to create with dentists. It's like, you don't have to actually do it all. If you're not an orthodontist, you know, you can actually bring in an orthodontist and deliver that experience to your patients, um, which is really, it's a mindset shift. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you said it best right there is the, is the complacency of 
we're just accustomed to things being a certain way. And like you said, 11 years ago, when you went on your journey of uh, becoming an orthodontist, that's, that's the framework, that's the mindset. And look, the bottom line is, I'll completely agree in the field of education that, look, if you wanted to teach, these were the steps you needed to take. Um, to become a, a certified teacher. Now, when I came, when I came to be as a teacher, I, I came from the field of business. So I didn't go the traditional route of becoming a, a certified teacher. So in that regard, it was already different, which you know was good for me because I didn't have the teaching background, but I had the business background. And I found what was called the alternate route to teaching that allowed me that in, into the field of education. However, that, you know, rewind the clock back and here we are today to going through the midst of a pandemic and virtual school, like that mindset of the field of education and educating the youth has to change. Like that, change. that model just is going to be, is, is becoming obsolete. And I feel like in the field of education, there is just a lot of stubbornness. Um, and it seems like you're, you're piggybacking off of that in the field of dentistry, that that is probably still a hurdle you have to overcome is that, that complacency. Yeah, you know, it's exactly right. You know, we're, we're shifting. It's like the internet has been around for a little bit over two decades now, and maybe three at this point. And it's <laughs> like, we're so new. Like, we're so new to like, what can be done? Like, just thinking about the extremes of like web three and like the metaverse right now, but like, we're so new into like these fields and like, it takes a little bit of time to shift your mindset, to actually realize like, you don't have to do things the old way. Like you can actually get, um, you can actually have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't agree more. And I think it's imperative for, for leaders, um, to be able to, again, um, you know, again, be able to transition and pivot into a new world of doing things. And I think, again, the complacency needs to be put to tie. I know it's scary, um, uh, you know, taking that leap of faith, but it sounds like it is paying dividends uh, for you and, and two front and all the members that you have on your team. Now, uh, I was at, I was on the website and, um, I, you know, it's very simplistic. What if I'm a patient? If I'm a patient and um, let's say I'm in that, that greater Los Angeles area uh, where you have the 10 locations, correct? Yep. How, what are, what are my steps? I mean, go to the dentist and he says, well, you got some pretty crooked teeth here. I, I recommend, like, do I have to do anything as the patient or is this all behind the scenes stuff between the dentist and the orthodontist. And I, I kind of just sit back, enjoy the TLC that's going to be provided to me. How does that work from the patient's perspective? Yeah, that's a really good question. So if your dentist is a two front partner, you'll get the full experience seamlessly without even knowing that we're there. We manage the whole experience from booking until the time that you get your retainers. So there's going to be a scheduling platform on your dentist's reception. Um, which has your orthodontist availability. So you'll book up their availability. They'll be there once a month. You'll come in for a consultation. You'll see your orthodontist at your dental office. Um, they'll treat and plan you. They'll, they'll, they'll basically tell you like, okay, I see a little bit of crowding. You've got some, you know, this, this crowding in the back, which you referred to. Um, you're going to need to be in aligners for about this much time because what orthodontists are specialists in is knowing how to move teeth and how long it's going to take. 
So she'll look at you and she'll say, you need about eight months of treatment. Because of that, here's how much it costs. The whole checkout process happens through TwoFront. You have seamless payment plans, 36 months, interest-free, if you have a decent credit score. Um, and the entire rest of the experience, you'll come back to your dental office one month later, get your Invisalign aligners. We use Invisalign for, for our aligners. You'll get them, and then you'll check them with your orthodontist virtually. Every two weeks, you'll basically take these scans with this scan box that we give you, submit them to your orthodontist so that you can actually have even more contact with your orthodontist and make sure that you're on track. And so with this, I don't know if you had braces when you were a kid, but like I had braces for four years. I went to my orthodontist every single month. So what we're actually doing is allowing you to actually only come in every like a couple of months um, and actually just check in virtually to make sure that everything's progressing okay. I, I think it, I mean, it, the, the confidence booster, I, I mean, I can definitely see that. Um, I mean, like, could I have even, I mean, like, I feel like I'm a pretty, <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm a pretty confident person, but could I get more confidence with a better smile? Sure. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's really for like, I feel like my own children um, who might genetically, and maybe you can speak to this, if I had crowding, um, as, as you know, me, could I pass something along like that genetically to my kids as far as teeth? How does that work? I'm just really curious now. Oh yeah. Um, it's fully genetic. <laughs> it is fully, fully genetic. So, um, you get the teeth that your parents give you. Um, oh, and <laughs> I think like, it's not just confidence. Um, that's like the surface layer. A lot of it is also health. Um, you know, one thing that um, we always tell our patients is by straightening your teeth, it actually saves you somewhere between ten to $30,000 of complicated dental work down the line. Um, because if you have straight teeth, you prevent further complicated, you know, crowns or other things that are necessary from like improper occlusion or like biting. And it prevents you from needing further um, gum treatments down the line. And so it's both for confidence and it's also to, to keep your, your, your teeth healthy. Wow. Okay. Well, that's, that really resonates because, um, my, my eldest had, uh, you know, made mention about her teeth and I'm like, it's probably from me, but I don't know. So that, that's, that's good to know. Thank, thank you very much. And I know we're getting short on time. So, um, one final question. Uh, and again, it's, it's, it's probably a loaded question, so I'll let you take it, I guess, in, in any direction you want to. But my primary audience, uh, audience is high school students. So what kind of advice can you give to high school students that are growing up in this day and age, whether that be, you know, in the pursuit of entrepreneurship, uh, the field of education, dentistry, uh, overcoming obstacles, pivoting, whatever, <laughs> whatever angle you want to go, I'll give you uh, a couple minutes here. So have at it there, Dr. Murrow. Oh yeah, I appreciate that. You know, I have four younger sisters, um, two are, who are in college right now. So I definitely, um, I feel pretty passionate about, <laughs> I also come from an immigrant family, which is like very traditional like you become a doctor or a lawyer. So I think like my, my biggest thing, and I have, I have a few things here. You can do literally anything you want. <laughs> you can do anything you want. Um, that's number one. Google is your best friend. If you are passionate about something, Google is your number one employee. And like the world is literally your oyster. You are made from the same DNA as Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. 
My second thing is that one of my sisters really struggled with is a lot of people think like, I can't just, I can't, I don't know what I'm passionate about. My biggest advice to her, which has seemed to work is do the research on think on, you know, read, read as much as you can about what's happening in the world, because something's going to grab your mind, go, go deep on a couple of things. And then you just pick something because if you pick something and then you keep going on it, the more you learn about it, Typically, that's how you actually foster passion. I wasn't initially super passionate about teeth, but I, the more I learned, the more I realized how incredible this like area of your life is. Um, and I think that if you choose and you go really, really deep on something, you will become passionate about something. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Thank you, Dr. Murra. And you all at home can't see it, but Dr. Murra, she's got an incredible smile. So... Uh, she's doing a great job over there with Two Front. Uh, very excited to see how the journey continues to evolve, Dr. Murrah. So again, this is Wandy, your host of the Waking Up with Wandy Stock Showdown podcast with Dr. Ingrid Murrah. Thank you very much for listening and God bless.